0: Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of the Leftovers Podcast. Uh, During this podcast, we're going to be talking about music, weightlifting, and all the sort of things that go into it, and the same with future podcasts we will be doing. All right, to start it off, what are some kind of uh, workouts that you do during the week, and just whatever?
1: So it honestly depends on what I'm going for. I'm looking for more of a lean physique, so I'd rather Mm. do like it's called hypertrophy, which means you're into that probably 8 to 15-ish rep zone for all your compound lifts and your accessory lifts. Mm-hmm. But if you're going for like a like a real like powerlifting, power building type thing, you'd want to stay in that like, I don't know, like 1 to 6-ish, 1 to 5 for the whole week. And accessories obviously are, you know, 10 to 12, maybe even 8, depending on if you're doing like dumbbell bench. But for me, like I said, hypertrophy is what I'm looking more towards, so that'd be like my My schedule usually when I write my programs I would do like a a push-pull leg split so like on Monday I'll do chest and you know for the it's like a four-week program usually so I'll do maybe bench the first Monday of, and then the next week on that Monday I'll do maybe like close grip and then the next Monday you know switch it up do like maybe incline or decline or something like that and then so and then for like say i'll take like tuesday off which is usually my rest day and then i'll go to wednesday and that's that's the pull day that's deadlifts that's back that's all like mm. traps and you go to biceps and usually for me on deadlifts i hate doing high reps on deadlifts so mm-hmm. that's more of a, like a it sounds stupid but it's more of a, like a a lifting style for deadlifts but
0: so your week doesn't fall into like a set schedule it's mainly like <laughs> what you feel that day and what you need to work yeah. on and improve.
1: So, it also, yeah, also it depends on how strong you feel in that day. So, like, mm. if you go to the gym, you, you're not always going to hit the same numbers, obviously. So, you know, some days you might be fatigued. You know, you get there, you're not feeling as strong, so you go for mm. a lower weight, same amount of reps. And some days, you know, my friends do it differently. Like, Liam will do, when he goes to the gym, he goes off of feel. I go off of my program just mm. so I know I'm hitting my numbers. But he goes off feel. So, like, like, he'll feel weaker one day and he'll just go lower numbers than he – Probably should, but mm. I don't know. That's just different people's perspective about it.
0: Mm, different things that they just feel I like mean, doing. What
1: works for you works for you. Not everything's gonna work for everybody. So
0: yeah. What about you, Rayleigh? What are some of your favorite? So I'm pretty much in, in more
2: bodybuilding type training. I used to do powerlifting, and like he said, that's more anywhere from one rep to the six rep range. Uh, I do a lot of volume. I'm trying to bring out more. My physique and my like my muscles mm-hmm. to show better um and ins- instead of strength this year although this summer i'm going to transition more into strength training and trying to get m- my numbers up rather than how my physique looks or how like i look physically i don't know i we all pretty much do volume training and we train like hypertrophy mm-hmm. so that means we do a lot of reps Mm -hmm. and like he said earlier about going to the gym how those reps move are based on how you feel and based on how you feel you have to eat right sleep right and train right one thing that goes into eating Mm -hmm. are your macros your macros are your proteins your carbohydrates and your fats all Mm -hmm. mixed together that is what is called macros Macro is a short-term for macronutrient.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So these macros make up your calorie content, and this is pretty much what gives you the energy you need Mm -hmm. in the gym to perform how you need.
0: Yeah, well, with that, um, obviously you're eating the right kind of way and everything,
1: so what kind of meals do you guys typically eat? So... Normally, if I don't really have much to do that, day, I'm just going to the gym, no work. I would try to get the most protein, you know, obviously you Mm -hmm. can, because when it comes to hypertrophy protein, it's like the biggest deal. And before I get sidetracked, like protein, you want to do, in my opinion, do like 0.75 or just one times every pound of your body. That's how many grams. So say I weigh like 220, Mm -hmm. 215, multiply by one, obviously that's still 220. That's how many grams of protein you aim for. Obviously, I'm not going to get like, anybody that knows about protein, that's a lot. <laughs> that's, like, that's a lot of food to eat. But yeah. Okay, so, usually, it's a lot of rice and eggs. Rice has hella good carbs in it, mm-hmm. and, I don't know, the eggs have a lot of protein. Tuna, they eat a lot of tuna. Mm. You know, they make, like, pouches of, like, 48 grams of protein in one pouch, which is a lot. That's, like, a quarter of your day right there. Are
0: there uh, any favorite meals that you have that are just, like, always go-tos? Yeah in the morning so before school if i need to get in a quick meal it's like a
2: thousand calories i'll eat like two say like caramel rice cakes from quaker quaker oats uh with like two tablespoons of peanut butter you could have like protein shakes so like a scoop of whey protein with like two cups of milk you have that with say a cup of rice a cup of white rice and that's about a thousand calories right there And that's pretty easy right before Mm -hmm. school Say your goal for the day is 3,000 calories. You eat that, and that's 1,000 calories. Well, that probably mm-hmm. just made up, like, a fourth of your macros for the day. And not only that, but a third or a fourth of your calories just done right there in that one meal. Mm-hmm. So I
1: guess yeah, that. so I'd say the best foods to look for are probably, you know, lean chicken, lean beef. Chicken's, in, like, number one for me because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. There's, beef is expensive as shit in, like, I don't know. Well,
0: um, with that, do you – because obviously you guys haven't been lifting since you were, like, young, young. Mm -hmm. So do you feel an obvious, like, difference in how you feel, just more energy, easier to wake up and stuff like that? Or is it kind of just, like, don't really notice it mainly because it's a slow turn?
1: I have noticed. So I've been lifting, I guess. I've been going to the gym for about three and a half to four years. Mm -hmm. But actually, seriously, focusing on strength, training, and – Physique-wise, I've only been in about three or four months, but by th- since then, I've noticed you know physical differences, yeah, in muscle size, and leanness, mm. and, you know, definition, and then yeah.
0: I've always kind of wondered, like, uh, with lifting and eating better and taking care of yourself more, do you notice like uh, just average things like less acne? Uh, your hair is a lot easier to clean. Less grease, obviously, just. Well, you're okay. just doing better overall.
1: So you would think that, but like going to the gym, you get all sweaty mm-hmm. and hot, so it's just a lot. Unless you have like a towel, which I usually do to wipe off your sweat. Yeah. Then your acne is pretty bad. Mine's pretty bad, right yeah. just cuz mm-hmm. like I don't know, I have I, you wear that stupid mask all the time, so it's pretty bad, but like when I usually, you know, if I don't go to the gym, I feel really weird. I feel like i out of place. Mm-hmm. It's just part of me to go to the gym and then you know it does it does make you feel better in my opinion mm-hmm. like especially after cardio i know most people don't like doing cardio but it's a good thing it keeps your muscles like you know on top of
0: it have you um, so since you're mentioning cardio have you ever thought of wearing uh, those like air limiter masks cuz uh, my vocalist braden he wears them to strengthen up his uh, diaphragm and everything for screams and to get more projection mm. out. Have you ever thought of, like, possibly wearing those? Probably
1: not, honestly. Mm. Probably not. Uh, no, yeah, I, I just use cardio, you know, to keep my stamina up,
0: you know. Yeah. Um. So also with all of that together, you're obviously taking some sort of supplements. Are there any, like, particular supplements and brands and stuff that you like? Uh, currently, I'm, I just started using a pre-workout.
2: Called total war the flavors like lime blast or something like that i don't know it's mm-hmm. super good tastes like limes um pre-workout pretty much just gives you a lot of energy i mean it's a little different from like a red bull mm-hmm. or like a monster because it has like certain ingredients and oh it's word it has certain like properties in it i i guess you could say that's like more
0: Is it more of, like, a clean energy instead of a feeling, like, just run down and kind of messed up from drinking a Monster Red Bull? Yeah. So what makes... You don't really have a
2: crash off of it, I would say. I haven't really. Mm
1: -hmm. So supplements, as in... So I guess, yeah, pre-workout is obviously a supplement. So with that, you know, I, I take ESP Extreme, and it has quite a bit of caffeine in it. And it really like raises your tolerance if you've taken a loss. That's why you got to yeah. take a break, you know, sometimes. But also I uh, do, you know, we'll use protein powder. Brand does not matter. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that right now. It could be the $20 tub or the $60 tub. Mm-hmm. Like as long as you get, it's every scoop is just dropped. flexing. Yeah, yeah, basically. Every every scoop is about 20 to 23-ish grams. So it doesn't matter what you get. And then so I also use creatine. Mm-hmm. Creatine yeah. draws a lot of water to the muscles to make them look a little bigger. And just creatine uh, also helps you, um, I guess, heal faster. Mm-hmm. In a dumb person turns, but
0: man, you're turning into Wolverine over here, Deadpool, just regenerating. <laughs> yeah, that's probably so what those dudes who just eat straight <laughs> powder are. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool yeah, just gets yeah, up yeah. in the morning, just downs mm-hmm. a so tub of powder.
1: The last supplement I take is called CLA, mm-hmm. and basically what CLA does, it it helps you. Lose body fat, but maintain your muscle. Because it is very hard. Anybody that knows what they're doing and what they're talking about, it's mm-hmm. very hard to maintain muscle size and lose body fat. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very hard. You had to do one or the other.
0: So, what makes you want... What, what would make you change, like, pre-workout brands? Is there anything, like, just one gives you more energy, one tastes better?
2: Uh, that's kind of personal f- preference. So... Mm-hmm some of them they so say someone doesn't really like feeling like super jittery right before their workout or like during their workout Mm -hmm. they could choose or like supplement a kind of pre-workout that says it's like 200 grams or 200 milligrams of caffeine instead Mm of like 400 milligrams of caffeine yeah so someone yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. dosage flavor brand even you know if there's like a mainstream popular brand of course that's probably going to be like yeah the go-to for people who are just starting or people who just want to know what to go with mm-hmm.
0: are uh, there any uh, particular youtube channels and anything that you watch especially starting out that people could go to to learn and or long time lifting as i don't even know how long you guys have been lifting but just Watching them, you obviously know what you're doing, but you still continue to enjoy watching that channel.
1: So, (laughs) so this is a great topic. I love this. So there's this guy. It it also depends on what you're doing, as in like hypertrophy slash powerlifting, whatever Mm. you go with. There's like different subgenres of everything. Different things for lifting. It's not just lifting, you know. Mm -hmm. It's um, resculpting your body, as Mm -hmm. I would say. So there's a guy for hypertrophy. His name is Jeff Nippard. Mm-hmm. Look him up, he has great technique videos, great macro videos if you really want to learn. Because nutrition is like I'd say 40% of making yourself better is actually in the gym, put the hard work in, 60% is in the kitchen, what you eat, what you consume. But yes, Jeff Nippard, and then for powerlifting, I would recommend a guy named Ben Pollock. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I'd probably,
0: yeah, um, so like. What, why do you enjoy those channels particularly?
1: So, Ben Pollock is just really good at explaining stuff since he knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's went to school to learn about everything. He just it seems like he has. Like he explains things very, very scientifically. And now for Jeff, I don't know about schooling for him either. But he just he knows what he's doing. He's he's great with an audience. Like there's he just the way he does his videos and the way he talks is so appealing to you and he mm-hmm. explains it so easily and it's so easy to follow and you know he has the best angles for like you're looking so when i had problems with my back for squat and riley had kind of the same similar problem like it's called butt wink mm-hmm. and it's hard to prevent and what it does means is when you get to the bottom of your squat your butt kind of like rounds your back lower back rounds and that's mm-hmm. not good that's how you hurt your back like i have mm-hmm. so he shows how to try and fix it and what to do for technique wise um
0: So with, I'm trying to think of what I was trying to say. Um, (laughs) I'm blanking, I completely blanked. I had exactly what I wanted to say, but it's gone now. So we can just move on. So um, what, if you had to choose one workout that you just get so psyched for, what would it be like? Your just favorite all time. That's the workout I love doing, just go.
2: Oh, uh, I, Honestly, I probably think that deadlifts require, deadlifts or squats require the most focus, the most energy, the most like mental and physical preparation that you can possibly give it. Because that, those are like the most physically taxing lifts and honestly mentally taxing lifts because afterwards you feel absolutely dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. afterwards you're super spaced out and you're physically drained so i would say deadlifts and squats are definitely the hardest bench would probably be the third just because those are the i'd say the three main compounds but those are all opinions yeah it's mainly uh, yeah opinion it's based. definitely personal preference on who on what you think is easier and harder
1: mm. i would definitely say probably deadlift for sure You know, bench would be up there. I was going to say bench, but deadlift only because it's more like, oh, I come in and I work on my form, or if my form's good and I feel good, I'll come in and I'll work on my numbers, you know. Even though I'm not doing powerlifting, I don't really aim for, you know, hitting PRs and getting numbers, but deadlift is one of those things just because it's, like, the most weight I can do out of everything else. Mm, Is deadlift like a
0: full, kind of full body workout? pretty much. I I mean, mean, when you think – that's the bell. So you just want to stop there. And yeah. All right. Sorry about the weird cut. Uh, what I was asking was, is a deadlift like a full body workout or what? what is it?
2: So the deadlift is mainly going to focus on your hamstrings and your back, mm-hmm. although it, it does focus on other parts of your body. Mm-hmm. So it is, I wouldn't use it as, I wouldn't use deadlift to primarily hit, like, something other than your hamstrings and your back, honestly. Mm -hmm.
0: So is it, like, a fairly difficult lift to learn for, like, beginners, or is Um, that, like, something people just do a lot?
1: Depending on if you do what is called conventional or sumo. Mm -hmm. Conventional, it's different. Your legs are really wide if you're in sumo. And sumo, in my opinion, is way more, like, technical. There's a lot more stuff you got to get down and critique and make sure your form is, like, perfect and everything. 100%,
0: yeah. All right, so with that, like, when you do your lifts and everything, what kind of equipment do you use? Like, belts, your kind of shoes that
1: you prefer, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, they do make lifting belts for, like, every compound. And uh, I use the PR Lifestyle brand. Mm -hmm. Riley uses SBD brand, which is the best. Mm -hmm. But it's also, like, 260 bucks. So Yeah, (laughs) not not cheap. But it definitely helps. There's definitely a difference, you can tell. You know, keeps your core strong mm-hmm. to where your brace isn't, like, terrible. Because if you don't have a good brace for, like, benching and squatting, even deadlifts, you'll mess up your back pretty bad. Mm. Do you know anyone that's messed up their back? Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, have had, like, uh,
2: setbacks because of it. Like, mm-hmm. your lower back could get tight, and then that could turn
0: into an injury if you don't take yeah, care yeah. of it properly. Mm. So... Uh, what kind of shoes do you guys wear when doing this? And, like, what do you prefer? Just Honestly,
2: I'd say the best to wear is flat soles. Flat soled shoes, like Converse, Vans. Converse and Vans. They make lifting yeah. shoes. Adidas and Nike does. They're, I have mm-hmm. Nike. Uh, I, I can't think of it. I think it's, like, Romelios or something like that.
1: Yeah. They make, like, shoes for squatting. And it's weird because it's, like, a elevated. It's, shoe. like, an elevated. You have a bigger heel. Mm. And it's supposed to keep your feet flat to where your knees aren't
2: supposed to cave in. So. Mm-hmm. And your ankle mobility is like yeah. so. With squats, ankle mobility is a big part because in order to get down to that level of
1: depth, depth I guess yeah. you could say, yeah, yeah, you depth. have
2: to have good mobility. So if, you, if you're lacking mobility in your ankles, you could use these shoes to substitute that.
0: And they honestly help a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, when you're doing all your different lifts, like do you have certain music genres for lifts or like what kind of music do you typically listen to?
1: Um, usually like every week I have a different like favorite song I guess that I'll play mm-hmm. back to back to back. Just restart it after it's ending. But <coughs> most of the time it's rap. Ninety five percent of the time, maybe a little bit of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. That's about it for me. Just straight rap.
2: Honestly all I listen to is probably rap and metal. Yeah. When I'm in the gym.
1: Solid. I don't see any other kind of music for myself. I don't yeah. like any other music, but like none of the other stuff would hype me up enough. Any specific artists you
0: guys like
1: or bands or whatever? Little Baby, Metallica, um, Disturbed, definitely. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so when I'd say metal, I'd say Phineas. Um, Some metalcore type stuff. Like I listened to a couple of Marilyn Manson songs. Like Sweet Dreams is pretty good. Yeah. That is like a go-to song for PRs
0: is a really good song um, he's had a few really, uh, really allegations against yeah. him recently yeah I can't really
2: think <laughs> of any good metal songs to yeah. I have a lot on my playlist but honestly rap artists I listen to when I lift it's probably like like what Tegan said like Lil Baby, yeah, Pop Lil Smoke, Lil mm. uh, Wayne sometimes I, I don't yeah. know I listen to like a lot of rappers from like
0: New York and like
1: Atlanta yeah. rappers, a lot of Atlanta. East think, Coast rappers.
0: Do you think uh, with rappers specifically that a harder beat makes it easier to lift or would it be like a faster
1: flow? It's definitely going to be the lyrics for me. The beat's part of it, but definitely the lyrics. Because mm. you could have a hard beat, but the lyrics are just not there yet. Yeah, like,
0: that's understandable. So that's not, doesn't matter. That's kind of stuff that I like when I'm listening in my mm. car with my sub and everything. I have to like, they have to have smart lyrics good Mm -hmm. flow and everything before I can be like this is a good song yeah and then I can transfer over to the beat or a lot of times if I hate the lyrics or the artist singing it I'll just look up the instrumental beat Mm -hmm. and just play the beat Mm -hmm. just because I like that beat so much so um, with since you guys go to a public gym what do you prefer about a public gym over a home gym or a personal gym
1: so, the home gym, is just, to me, to me, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like this for everybody, but to me, it's hard to find motivation to actually do your lifts. Mm. Now, when I'm at the gym, I already took all the time to drive all the way there, so it's not like I'm just going to show up and go home. Mm. So, you, you know, but I'd much rather have a, one, a home gym is just really expensive. Yeah. I'd much rather play, pay a membership than than get everything for my house. But I don't know. And it's just, there's people at ho- or public gyms, so you can chat it up with some people. You got crowds watching you, obviously, mm-hmm. kind of hyping you up for your lifts. There's a lot of mirrors there. That's what I yeah. like most about it, is a lot of mirrors. do um, check all your angles. There are a lot of, like, so I'm
0: assuming, especially with lifting, it's a pretty, like, tight-knit group to where anyone will help you pretty close, um, or not?
1: You don't want anyone to help you, honestly, because, like, not like just nobody but like certain people there's only a few people i will ask for help like because mm-hmm. like they've been doing it for like their whole entire life most of them are old dudes yeah like most of them are like 60 and up 50 and up. Mm-hmm. so because they've been doing it and they know what they're talking about so i listen to them there's about three old guys i listen to
0: mm-hmm. is uh the lifting community pretty toxic
1: not that i know not of. really not really no. yeah
2: there's some people in like the fitness industry i guess you could say that mm-hmm. are.
1: i mean everybody's pretty chill. Every,
0: everybody's pretty open-minded. They'll help
1: mm. you out if you need help, too. So I was
0: just curious, because in music, there's a lot of, I'm better than you, I know better. I was just wondering if I that mean, also corresponds to that and probably a ton of other things. You would
1: think so, because, you know, it's a bunch of men trying to get yeah. to look better than the other. To me, I only go there to make myself look better for me. I'm yeah. not trying to do it for anybody else. So, Not unless, like, like there's these kids that go to <coughs> WB. And they are just always like, constantly, constantly like just like bragging about their numbers, and like what they've hit. And I literally care less. Yeah. I'm there for me, not for you. Yeah. So it's like, and I hate I hate when people try to tell me about that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I'm happy for you. You're you're making progress. You're getting gains. But I don't want to hear about specifics. I just want to know you're doing good. I don't care. Don't rub it in my face. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, that's the only bad part about going to the gym is you have some people like that. Only mm-hmm. very few, everybody else is like. People just trying to
0: earn cool yeah. points. And yeah, yeah. Instead tr- of
1: like. Trying to look cool, I'm not trying to.
0: Just talking about, oh, here's what I did today and I think it's going pretty
1: well, yada, yada, yeah. yada. They just, just, I walk in, he calls me over, I say, hey, what's up? He goes, he just says something about his numbers and you know, he, he always asks me, oh, what's your, your weight at right now? And like, I'm saying like, I'm a, mm-hmm. I like hypertrophy, I don't care about hitting PRs and numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, I go for physique wise and definition.
0: Mm-hmm you guys have any f- uh, specific funny t- gym stories of just like weird stuff that has happened or just not lame, you tell it lame, but dorky stuff that's happened?
1: One's too much, one story is way too much. But so um, when we went to, I remember
2: it was me, Austin, Liam, and Max, we went to the gym a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like one of the first times. Yeah, it was, it was like, like when we the first started first going there again days, or, or when they just got out of football or something like that. Anyways, Max has 225 on the bar. And For all that taking, are listening, <laughs> that's two plates on each side. Yeah, Yeah. he was taking uh, a plate off. I don't know. I think they took both plates off or something like that, or maybe. I do no, he know. He, he, yeah, he lost his balance, actually. Yeah, he was squatting, and he lost his balance. Well, two of the plates on one side, so that's all the plates on one side. Yeah. So completely slid off. It's so it just, like, whiplashed <laughs> yeah, so them over to the, the other side? Two so there's two plates. There's two 45-pound plates plates on one side of the bar, and mm. absolutely none on the other side. Bar whipped up, weights fell everywhere, made a huge noise, everybody in the gym heard it. The owner comes running out. He's like, What's wrong? What's wrong? Like <laughs> he looks over at me and Austin yeah. and we're like over by the dumbbells like we knew exactly where it was, who it was. We looked at each other like, Oh my god, that's Max <laughs> yeah, So <laughs> that after that was a, that was pretty yeah, that was funny. that. So yeah. Max could
0: have got injured. At least he was okay though. Oh yeah he did. Yeah. No, that's that's the best thing that he didn't get hurt. So, like, when you first start lifting, are there a lot of people willing to, like, at least help you learn the basics of it?
1: You gotta find, pick and choose the right kind of people. Like, yeah, there's, everybody in the gym is most likely gonna help you, you know. Yeah, like, but you gotta find like, the right people that actually yeah, know what they're talking yeah. about. Cause some people like, yeah, like you said, they will have no idea what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, like, and you can tell, too. Like, you can definitely tell, but I, if anything, I'd much rather watch YouTube videos on it. Yeah. Cause you know, people with knowledge that have done it and experienced yeah, that's cool. But like, YouTube videos, I can go back and replay. You know, I can go back and rewatch yeah. it. So I'm not. And there's a whole
0: different them. level of confidence yeah. for sitting down and making a YouTube video mm-hmm. it, where millions of people could see and they would completely bash you and everything versus one dude in a small town mm-hmm. that you'll probably see once a week.
1: Yeah, exactly. Once so, a week, so, like,
0: yeah, it, there's a whole different level of confidence. Uh, mm-hmm credibility
1: there. So I want to get into like how many days you should go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And it all depends on what you want to do. Now, let's say I'm not, I'm not too knowledgeable about CrossFit. I've mm-hmm. never been into that, so I don't really know about that. But on bodybuilding wise, I'd say five to six days a week would be decent. Yeah. That way you can really spread out all your, cause for bodybuilding, there's a lot more like exercises and movements and lifts you can do. Not for, like, building muscle instead of just strength. hmm So, and then I would say for powerlifting, maybe, like, four to five-ish, possibly three if you're only wanting to do the main compounds. And then, I don't know, I like to add a little cardio in sometimes, so a day of cardio maybe. And not even, it doesn't have to be that long. It'd be, like, you need, like, 30 minutes on an elliptical. Like, that's just fine. Or, like, a stair-stepper. I love the stair-stepper. Yeah. Because it, it really gets a good leg workout
0: in. Um... So, uh, do you watch like any sort of lifting competitions or bodybuilding competitions or anything like that? I personally don't. Mm-hmm. Um, might. So, every year they, they
2: have like a Mr. Olympia. Mm-hmm. And what that is, that is the biggest, like that is pretty much the biggest human being. Like that is the biggest bodybuilder pretty much there is.
1: Ronnie Coleman if you don't yeah, know Yeah, well, is.
2: Ronnie Coleman is the he is the like most genetically gifted Person I probably yeah. say I've ever seen in my life, yeah. and I don't think there will ever be anyone close no. to him. Honestly, not even close. Mm-hmm. No one, not even like now, nowadays. um So yeah, I mean, I watch bodybuilding competitions sometimes just because it's fun to watch sometimes, and the energy's pretty good. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd say those probably aren't as interesting. Those are kind of you're just kind of watching that.
0: Yeah. What about strongman
2: competitions? See,
1: like, I love strongman.
2: Yeah, powerlifting competitions. Yeah. Now that's interesting. I would I mean, never do strongman. I prefer bodybuilding over. Yeah. Powerlifting maybe yeah. right now. Yeah. I'd say I had I had a lot of fun doing powerlifting, but I like doing bodybuilding right now because just mm-hmm. like I feel better. I I feel better like ener- energy-wise. Yeah. And uh I don't know. Powerlifting competitions there's a lot more I'd say there's just as much uh excitement and like hype if not more behind uh, as soon as that person hits that number that they're going for like everybody goes crazy and it's just like i don't know it's just Mm -hmm. it's like motivational
0: isn't strongman uh that kind of lifting like super dangerous so it's like it's a lot of
1: power lifting but it's just in weird ways with certain like (laughs) objects basically Mm -hmm. like Like atlas stones there's a lot of atlas stones that is in, in like impossible to do. I don't know how you even do that. Really? That's a lot of that's a lot of stress for your back. Mm-hmm. That's one thing you don't want to do if you don't have to.
0: Cuz I've seen people like bleed from their eyes, bleed from their nose, oh, their nose, ears, definitely. everything. And then like people prolapsing their intestines mm-hmm. literally like Yeah. Some of that stuff
1: would be so painful. To but I mean, if lift. you think you have the genetics, you think you have the power to be mm-hmm the strongest man then definitely go for it do you think there's
0: a certain body type that is uh right for getting into lifting or should just anyone with any body type get
1: into there's for sure definitely people that look way better like so in my opinion i think i'd have my my body is decent for like maybe bench Mm -hmm. so like you don't want a really long like range of motion is what it's called really long that's where you go down and back up how Mm -hmm. far that is that's just a lot more movement you're doing. That's yeah, way harder. And mine's about after I get my my arch is what it's called. Uh, when you get that. Um, it's when you like your back is like I don't know, kind of curved and your yes. chest is pumped up. So it's about six inches, six seven inches for me, which is good. It's decent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely like bodybuilding wise, maybe someone like Riley, definitely like Riley, where your l- limbs are a little longer. Mm-hmm. Really, I don't know. Shows off your definition better, i say and being like what's it called when your muscles are like perfectly aligned remember what that's called symmetric is that it's like it's symmetric good yeah, symmetry but what's it there's a word you don't know what I'm, about.
0: I'm not sure either because um, I have no idea oh I don't
2: know for gosh, sure honestly dude, it's like bugging me Hold on. good like bone structure
1: no it's grade. where you're looking like, you know, your abs are not like all crooked they're like lined up
2: pretty good. oh good uh, muscle insertions yeah muscle insertions Mm. So That's there's a lot the of kids definitely. that, like, you can tell. There's a couple of kids at this gym. There's a kid that goes there. He's, I think, he's from WB or, he might go to Mediapolis right now. Game? No, his name. All right, his last name's like, starts with a G. It's like, Glendenny or something like that. This kid, oh, I think, is, he's a 15 year old kid, mm-hmm. and I have never oh, seen,
1: that guy, yeah,
2: a kid at that gym work harder or look as good as that kid <laughs> does for 15 years old now. Yeah his dad has crazy genetics his family obviously has crazy yeah. genetics his dad's a freak his arms are huge forearms huge his whole body's huge he's strong mm-hmm. this kid you know he's pretty lean mm-hmm. he's huge he's strong <laughs> you know those are three things that aren't easy to get at all at the same time yeah it's hard to be lean very strong and like very big at the same time so you
0: think this kid has like some insane yeah,
2: motivation well, I wouldn't. Well, he has a lot of motivation, yeah. a lot of push from his dad, yeah. but I also think he has a lot of genetics.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of potential. Yeah. To and me I rate. think
2: he also sees that, though. Yeah. And he's working hard for it. Like, that's this good. kid was
1: benching two plates at 15, and I assume he's about 170, 160 body weight, which so people, most people don't really understand, mm-hmm. like, the weight difference, but that's a lot. Like, I'm not even up to two plates yet, mm-hmm. and I'm 17 been doing it for three-ish years. I guess you could say. Yeah. So...
0: Um, do you have any more funny gym stories before we wrap this up?
1: Um, I don't know. It's, it's a lot I of just, it. like, going to the gym and really getting a pump and just trying to mm-hmm. get strong, I guess. There's not really, I don't know, much stuff goes down. We just sit around and talk sometimes. That's about it. All
0: right. Well, this was the first ever episode of the Leftovers podcast. And we will probably have one out by next week or the week after that. So stay tuned and see you next time.